0: Everyone, to another episode of Lonely Town: A Killer's Podcast. I'm Jimmy here with Derek. Today we have a special guest, a friend from high school, a guy from Nephi 5 we grew up with, Clint Markland. Clint, welcome.
1: Hey. Thank you. Uh, great to be here. You guys are great.
0: Good to see. you. I haven't seen you for 20 years, maybe, maybe fewer, it, it, maybe more. I, I mean, it's 20 plus, 20 give, give or take. We like to round down. <laughs> yeah. So,
2: uh, no, actually, we were uh, got a message from Clint, and he said uh, he was listening to the show. He has some different perspective to add, so before everyone tunes out, this will be about the Killers. This will be Brandon Flower-esque, and it will be very very Nephi, very pressure machine. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm following your guys' lead. I just plan on making a joke every
1: now and again.
0: Well, well, we can do that. So, uh, one thing that's come up since we started the the podcast is uh, one of our friends remembered a talent show in middle school where your brother performed a duet with Brandon. Can you tell us about that? I don't remember that at all. So so I don't
1: remember the talent show, but this this is, you know, everybody's loosely affiliated with Brandon,
0: right? (laughs) Right. No, Uh, no, he he was all of our best friends. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't want to to move to Las Vegas, but his parents made him. So
1: so my brother was good friends with with Brandon, uh, my brother Don. And I remember when he kind of made it, uh, Don and I were talking about it, and He said, oh, God, I remember these talent shows. And he couldn't sing and play the piano at the same time. And it just drove my brother nuts. And and my brother claims... And they're still friends. They they still talk. Uh, But uh, uh, my brother claims that he carried him. Carried him through the whole whole (laughs) talent show. I don't know what was sung. I don't know what they did. You wouldn't have a career now if it wasn't... But, yeah, my my brother really (laughs) springboarded uh, Brandon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the report I got uh, that I didn't remember, was that uh, your brother was... You know, just playing all kinds of notes up and down the keyboard and Brandon was struggling to keep up, so he's come a long way in his in his talent since since then. Is there
2: a VHS out there anywhere of this performance? That's what we need to know. Uh, not not in the
1: Markland family. I mean, we we pretty much burnt all the stuff that we had when we were kids. Uh, uh, so, uh, you know, we might want to run for public office or something like well, that. So I was hoping we could have a YouTube. We'd have like <laughs> millions of hits and we'd, we'd retire off this. I, I, I'll reach out to my brother. Um, I'm sure Brandon didn't keep it based on the reports, but uh, I'll reach out to my brother
0: and <laughs> see
2: what's out there. So, so one of the things we, we do when we talk with people from Nefi it's kind of the first thing you talk about when you made it big. What's your memory uh, kind of Brandon before he got uh, famous or whatever? When did you find out about the Killers, that they were a thing, and what were your thoughts at that point? Uh, so, I mean, I, I always knew Brandon
1: as my brother's friend, and that's that's really it. I never knew him much beyond uh, my brother's friend who couldn't play the piano or sing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, when he made it, so I, I probably took a different approach than some uh, I was kind of anti-killers, if, if that makes sense. Um, yeah,
0: I, I remember a lot of people being that way. And, I, your
2: perspective I know some
1: still are. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and and I was like, okay, all right, this you guys just like him because. And, and so I was going to college, but, you know, when you're kind of starting out in college, you're still kind of bouncing in and out from home. You know, I, I, I didn't leave the nest all fluidly. <laughs> um, and so I'd go down and I'd hang out with some of the old boys uh, and we'd, be driving the West Hills, if you will. Um, and we're like, oh, you got to listen to this album. And I'm like, yeah, this, come on, come on. This is, this is not this is not good. You guys like him because he's from Nephi. And, uh, so I was, I was really, it was really forced on me to listen to the, <laughs> to the Killers and uh, refused. So didn't listen to a lot of hot fuss, not at all. Um, and I was taking a stance that this was not uh, cool. It was a flash in the pan. I got it. It's on MTV. Um, but it's still not cool, and it really probably wasn't until Sam's Town um, that I really started to enjoy them. And then I go back and listen to Hot Fuss, and I'm like, oh, that it's actually good jams <laughs> on <laughs> You guys heard this Mr. Bright <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did all right for themselves? Huh? Yeah, yeah. But uh, it wasn't, so I, I deployed uh, with some cats from Nephi, uh, our buddy Joey. Um, and huge Killers fan, Joey. So he's he's ramming it down my throat, and it was a pretty obscure song on Samstown. Uh, Bones, yeah. the song, the song mm-hmm. Bones, and
2: I was like,
0: oh, that's
2: a good jam. <laughs> 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 that, that, that's a good jam. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll listen to these guys. All games. right, so, so when you get deployed and everything, do you play the, hey, I, I'm from Nephi you heard of Brandon Flowers, or do you just, like, totally not do that at all? Well, so I never, again, I, I mean, I was, I was anti- I was
1: anti-killers for, for quite some time. And so I never I never played that card too much um, until people started asking me, oh, you're from Nephi, you, you know, Brandon Flowers. I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, he was in a talent show with my brother and he did okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's no <laughs> so, Don, Mark. Yeah, he's no, no Don, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I never played the game too much. Um, uh, it was, I guess I just had a complete different... Perspective, because I, I kind of considered myself a music snob, and and would only listen to the indiest of indie. So if it was on MTV
2: at that point, now it was it was, it was uh, going too mainstream for you. Yeah. So what? So what kind of music were you? Because brands talked a lot about how Nephi at the time when he was coming up or, or whatever was, you know, was into like the heavier stuff, the Corn, the Tool, and uh, he was into the Oingo Boingo and the Cure and that kind of thing. So uh, when you were growing up, we had. Similar friends and stuff, but we weren't exactly the same friend group. No, I mean I, would, I, I, mean, mean, I thought you know, we were closer. Closer yeah, yeah. friends. I guess I'll take the heart off your uh, <laughs> off your uh, contact info in my phone. Yeah, there, yeah, there you go. Take the picture. <laughs> I mean, we send Christmas cards, but yeah. other than that, you know, child birthdays. <laughs> I, I don't give them the best gifts. Um, what What were you guys into? What were you guys listening to? Uh, so in, in high school, I, I was with that that
1: corn tool that limp biscuit. I mean. I mean, come on! I mean, they so good. But I, yeah. again, I was a music snob, so I kind of I, I would listen to the B sides, you know, of, of, of the porn, cuts, Duel, you know, yeah. you know, just nothing, nothing mainstream. Uh, and then after, I, I got into the Shins, uh, Decemberists, pretty, pretty big, um, which it, it's in the same vein as the Killers. It, it's it's that uh, we will call it barbecue pop, um, which is pretty, pretty solid music, and um,
2: really that that heavier stuff. Left me quickly
1: after high school. Yeah, I think
2: that was one of the things that, for me, when it first heard the killers or whatever, and everyone was saying that's the same kid, I think well, this doesn't sound like anything that was going on in our lives or when we were driving around or hanging out with people or going to parties at the time. So that was one of like, my hard hurdles to get over: of, is this the same guy?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I knew it was the same guy because again, it was hey, come listen to Brandon Flowers and. Uh, everything but the, the music had a, a, a you're right an incredibly different sound and and different from anything that was out at the time and had that 80s jam to it uh, and and it I mean it was great it was refreshing I, I wish I wasn't so opposed to it for
0: so long uh-huh. yeah we, we had an interview with Todd Newcomb in, uh, with X96 and he told us you know the first time he introduced him he introduced him as a, as a British band because that's what he, he'd received was a disc from, from um, over there and for for some of us, it was you know
2: it took a while to, to figure out for sure or determine that it was him. He's your brother's friend. Uh, you're growing up. It's just guy kind of power around. Do you have any stories, any memories of Brandon that might be of any interest to anybody? Uh, you know, I
1: I, yeah, I I try to remember the things you guys have spoken about on the on the show. I mean, uh, he he liked to golf. Uh, he wore nice shirts. He you know uh, his old his old building, the annex. I, I recall. Uh, it was probably right before he moved in. Uh, I mean, we broke into that place all the time. That was that was, uh, and this was middle school time frame, maybe late elementary. But we used to just go there and, and take anything that wasn't nailed down from from that uh, building and, and everything. And then we found out somebody lives there. We're like oh, somebody lives in our slum. That's our that's our <laughs> our clubhouse, you know. Um, and and now it's it's a successful thriving rental property. But uh, uh, you know, back then, we, I mean. To, for him to turn around and, and live there, that was that was odd to us. That was like an abandoned building at a certain
2: point. Yeah, I remember it being almost like a haunted building. Like you heard the lore of like ghosts and and all that kind of stuff that came from there. So, uh, forever when he got famous and and whatever, and I was you know asking around because everyone was his best friend. Um, but I said, well, where did he live? But I wasn't trying to put him on the spot. I was just curious because I wasn't his best friend. <laughs> I'm like, well, where did he, he grow up or where did he live? And no one could tell me. They just, well, he was always at the golf course or, or whatever. And so when I found out the same thing, but the annex, I was kind of like, oh, well, that's, you know, not the Nephi's uh, really, you know, it's 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 not like the bad side of town, the good side of town. But as far as like one of the rougher parts of town, I guess the annex was, was that yeah I mean the I mean streets it's, it's i mean it's not the south side by any means
1: but uh it's yeah. it's uh, pretty dangerous i guess uh i mean i mean heck, i i looted i looted from the from the annex so we yeah, get I mean, any any memorable loot uh no so i remember we got busted in, uh for going in there and then we had to go and clean it all up um, mild vandalism if if you will uh not the worst thing that's uh, happened i'm sure but uh uh, no, I, I remember I there was some wood carving that I wanted to take, and somebody said that's considered
2: stealing, and so I had to put it back. And yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing major. But I mean, yeah. So uh, you're growing up, you're uh, that's that's Nephi childhood. That's that's what you're doing for fun, just kind of running around, getting in a little bit of trouble. And uh, you know, you know, for me, and, and this is some of the things that, that strike home about the the current album
1: mm-hmm. is um, I, I don't think there's any secret. Certain friends of mine were of the rougher crowd. Um, And I I think I was pretty lucky. I had a good chunk of friends uh, from different groups. But uh, uh, after high school, you know, when the innocence is lost, you know, we talk about the the opioids and things like that. I had had a good chunk of friends um, get caught up in that. Um, And, you know, pretty sad, sad stories. Um, And I would... I hung out with the rougher crowd for quite some time. Um, never never to that extent, thank thank goodness. But that was one of the things that struck home, was was how quick that those things took over Nephi, you know? And, and you could almost pin it back to a few instances of that.
2: Well, let's get... It. We haven't really had a lot of talk on, on the opioids and that kind of thing with the album, where you have the, the background. When do you think that started to come into town? When did that become prevalent, that you noticed people were getting into that kind of stuff?
1: Oh, um... Oh, well, and, I, and I'm not trying to incriminate anybody. Yeah, and, have and, sure and, or and I had a
2: squeaky clean record throughout
1: all of it, so <laughs> that's, that's how I'll, I'll sell this. But um, you know, when, when we graduated circa 2000, this is this is about when the opioid things, at, at least from where we started seeing them, um, come into play, and, and people that that you knew all of a sudden were, were using this, and it's getting it from parents, and, um, and there there's a few. Uh, parents in Nephi that, that really didn't care all that much, whether they were using it openly or their kids were using it. You know, it was open topic. And so early in that um, is, is when it started. And then, um, you know, when, when people become addicted to this stuff and, and don't leave the nest... And, and, stay around, well, then they've got brothers and sisters and, and they are in the high school and cousins and relatives that are in the high school that see this. And then it, it just kind of spreads. And so, um, in my opinion, it, it was probably from about 98 to, to the early two thousands where it began. Um, and then, you know, heroin is cheaper. Um, and then you have these big heroin busts and you, you have, you have, um, people losing their lives and it just, seemed like it was an epidemic that got out of hand very, very fast because um, some people didn't care and some people didn't care and never left and still had younger friends that wanted to be like them. That was kind of the start of it that I noticed. And I know
2: friends that still struggle with it to this day. That's one thing that we've been asked, is it still prevalent? Is it still going on in Nephi? Um, I don't know if it's to that extent. If you have any Thoughts
1: on that? Uh, so, I, I mean, I can't speak on, is it still as prevalent in Nephi? But for a long period of time, I stayed connected to a good chunk of my friends. Um, that, unfortunately, went down a, a pretty scary and, and bad road. Um, and, and there were busts and deaths and everything. And as, as early, and this was the last I really read up on it, as early as probably ten years ago, Um there there were some pretty significant things. Um, but now I mean kind of the opioid awareness is out there and it's prescribed differently. Um, and so I don't think it's as big as as a problem as it once was.
0: Now, it's taken a long time to get to that point. You're talking year two thousand to twenty twenty one, that's well or twenty ten, it's
1: Yeah, and, and that's that's my and it God, it's probably even a little bit later than that. I mean I probably twenty fifteen. Um, you know, I, I, remember, I remember reading about it, another friend that had died and, uh, you know, somebody shipping somebody off to rehab and, and he passed away. Um, and, uh, you know, big, big drug busts there in, in Nephi. Um, and you know, part of the, when you listen to the album, you're like, well, this is unflattering, um, to Nephi. like, all right, Brandon, was it that bad? Come on, come on, dude. Uh, but then you you know, if, if you happen to straddle the line a little bit like I did and you you saw some of this out there and you saw friends get hurt and friends' families get hurt and other friends get used, um, it, it's it's pretty sad. And, and it was a, an end of innocence, you know, for
2: our time. Well, that's that's one thing. I think I was kind of blinders or, or whatever. I uh, went first and I'm like, really? You know, was this even a thing, and then it's like, well, what about, and you start saying names, and like, oh, yeah, that guy, that guy, and I don't know if I just moved on, if I blocked things, if I just was naive to things. Uh, but then, you know, you're like this, and then, well, remember when this happened at this place, and they got busted here, and, and the, the pieces start coming back together. Um, I guess my question, and I don't know if you have an answer or not, is, like, how was Brandon keeping connected to all this that was going on in Nephi, you know, besides that they were kind of the same age, but uh, was he just... Reading up on the Times News? Was he talking to people? I mean, I know you probably don't have answers either. But you got any thoughts on what well, might have been happening? I mean there? he
1: still he still had cousins in Efi, so I mean he still was relatively connected and, and I mean heck just, just like just like me, like even even after high school where I, I definitely did a, a hard right when some of my friends took a hard left, um I, I did my best to stay connected and I you know, you run into somebody that runs into somebody and you, you figure out um what's going on, um, and, and you know, you, you hear stories, and some of them are, are pretty sad. I, you know, I'm sure some of his friends, brothers and sisters were caught up into this, and some of those young kids that, that uh, unfortunately
2: didn't make it through. it. Yeah, I've heard some crazy stories, and I don't know fact from fiction on a lot of it, so we're not going to uh, speculate too much, but uh, when, when pressure machines start to come out, it's going to be released, when you see it, when you hear it, What's your first overall impressions of, of the, the album?
1: Well, so uh, right before Pressure Machine was released, and I, and I didn't know it was coming because they had just released uh, the Caution album, the Mirage. The Mirage. Yes. the um, Yes, so I'm still jamming to that, even though I hate the Killers. Uh, I'm still I'm still jamming to that, right? Uh, Secretly in your bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody nobody knows. Um, but uh, I was talking to my brother about something. He's like, "Well, you know, uh, he lives in uh, Saint Augustine, Florida." And he was saying uh, the killers are coming, and you know I was texting Brandon. I you know me and Brandon are still buddies, uh, and so he's texting Brandon, you know, getting hooked up on tickets. And, and he said, Brandon said, "Hey, I got, an, I got an album coming out here in two weeks. Uh, that's all about Nephi." And so my brother Don calls me. We chat about it. And I'm like, "Ah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be this is going to be the jam." So, um, and then and then I listen to it. Um, the second it comes out, and I, I listen to the full um, version of it uh, at, at nauseam, and I, I find my little my little gems and uh, put it on repeat. And my wife's going nuts. Like, you, you just can't you just can't keep listening to it over and over again. Like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. This could be about your brother. You don't know. <laughs> um, and so I, I was I was pretty pumped, uh, making as many many connections. As I could, that was that was very very enjoyable for me, um, but it, I mean it's, it's
2: it's it's an up and down journey. Uh, that's a pretty good out, Definitely. Well, and and you got something that you brought up your wife. You got something. on me, and Jimmy, you married a, a girl from from Jewab, anyways. It, yeah, yeah. Does she have any thoughts on the pressure machine uh, besides you playing it over and yeah, over?
1: I, I think she's a bit sick of it, to be honest. Um, uh, she she really hasn't given me much thought of it. Uh, she she definitely points out uh, when I'm playing it too much or the songs that she she dislikes. She she likes the jammier versions, um, Quiet Town and, and such. Uh, uh, but uh, I I kind of like those those uh, depressing, uh, uh, <laughs> drag out slow songs. Those those kind of speak to me.
2: Well, those seem to have the most Nephi in them. Like yeah, like that's, that's a good way to say it. Land well, that and landmarks like actually the Old Mill Park, the rodeo, the, yeah, the Bathing Beauty. You hear like the you know, I mean, or the the ho- the wild horses song. But, uh, runaway horses, runaway horses. Yeah, and it's like well, that could have been anywhere. Yeah, you know, or, yeah, or stuff like that. The, the lead into it, and, and eventually I had to get
1: get the abridged album that didn't have the leads into it. Uh, uh, but the lead into to runaway horses. Um, that's, that's the one they talk about, the, the horse breaking the yeah, leg. Yeah. So I thought that that huge stampede. Um, and I, I, have you
0: guys covered that, that one yet? Um, um, yeah, but neither of us were at that stampede. We, we were so there. I've heard oh. a couple
2: people that were. And I said, well, we need to talk to them, but now we've got you. So yeah, there, oh, you know, I was he, at he, that stampede. You just the list.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, oh, and
2: it was... It was uh, it, it it was sad.
1: I mean, I mean, we made very inappropriate jokes, like, "Oh yeah, poor poor horseman drag it out, bang, you know. <laughs> so uh, inappropriate jokes for so a sad. So about, <laughs> about, about what year?
2: Yeah. yeah, about what year
1: was this? Oh time? golly, um, I'm I'm gonna say, jeez, oh, now, now you put me on the spot because there's been a lot of stuff yeah, in <laughs> my in my day. So I'm gonna say uh, circa 2004 to 2008. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. do not we have no clue? Yeah. Then I'm right. We go with that. We <laughs> went right to the exact year. We yeah. Were doing well, that. well, yeah, it's 2000, 2005. Yeah. So it was raining, <laughs> and the Girl, girl comes out, and the, the horses goes down. I don't right. recall the rain. I, I think, uh, I think that was a em- little been. embellishment. Uh, I got, was uh, there in 2005, <laughs> up, right? <laughs> so it comes out of the crowd just like go silent i mean how's, how's it handled
1: yeah i mean I mean you could see that the horse tried to get up and, and it was a it was a broken leg and anybody that's been around um horses know that that's bad i mean that's that's the the end of the horse you, usually unfixable unless you've got uh, money I mean that that um, triple count contender Barbaro broke his leg quite some time ago and they did everything they could um but uh, yeah broken leg on a horse it's, it's not a good
2: Good thing. Small town stuff, you know, that you, you, know. Yeah, no, well, yeah, we're all horse experts from Nephi. <laughs> well, I had a horse, you know, I, I a small
1: horse. You're town. an equestrian. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, what, what do you think of the interstitials then? So going back to when you first listen and hear the people, we've had uh, a guy we just talked to, was wondering, he's, he's not from Nephi, and he wanted to know, like, back sense, all that kind of thing. When you first hear that come across, what, what are the thoughts?
1: Oh, so, uh. You know, the first time you listened to it, and I didn't know there was an abridged version, and I'm glad I didn't get it. Um, but uh, you, you, you... Oh, who is that? Who's that? You're trying to think who that is. Um, but that's that's how we uh, talk. I would like to... I don't think my draw is as prominent. Um, You've been working on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's city living right there. Uh, uh, but I, it, it, was, it was great. Um, you kind of put yourself... in a time and space when you hear those stories. Um, and so when they're talking about the train, uh, uh, as being a way out of this life or every couple years, you know, uh, the the train thing happens, you know, I, I imagine myself just, just being down there at at Mays automotive, talking to somebody that's been there for a while and be like, Hey, let me just tell you about the train, you know, and I lived half a block from the train, um, on the, on the Southwest side, uh, and eventually, you just tune it out. You you ignore the train. You don't you don't even know it's there. You know, you, my, our first year living in that house, it woke us up. But then, you know, you become almost oblivious to it. So it really puts you in a time and space. And I don't know how it appeals to those that aren't from Nephi if they can capture that time and space. But it put me in a time and a space.
0: Yeah, I live closer. I live closer to a train track now than I did when I grew up in Nephi, and. You know, f- for the longest time, I didn't notice it till the album came out, and now I hear it <laughs> every time. It's not—I'm not even <laughs> that close to it, but I can hear it from my house. And you know, it's—it's a lot. Yeah, it, <laughs> that's what we've learned from the it's album. Const- it is, its not constantly, but you know, it's multiple times a day. And so, I'm amazed. I mean, I live close to the freeway, and it's the same thing. You know, someone would come to my house that wasn't from that part of town. They—you they, know—we'd have a sleepover, and you couldn't sleep
2: because. <laughs> I, mean, and did, I didn't even notice it because you just get used to it. So it's, but <clears throat> it takes you back. Did you ever go put anything on the tracks?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we did. Uh, we did pennies and metal, and we got yelled at uh, a couple times for trying to jump on the cars when it was going uh, slow enough. But uh, yeah, I mean, we, we hung out there uh, quite often. I um, mean, more when we were younger in the elementary school at times, you know. But uh, yeah,
2: yeah, trains. I mean, it was it was a big part of, especially me being right there where I grew up. Yeah, I like Jimmy was, saying, I was on the other side too. I was more by the freeway, well, right by the freeway, and um, so we. But now, yeah, I can hear the train went rolls through if I'm down at my parents' house or whatever. You can hear that horn, and uh, I don't know. It's became a celebrity now, so it's probably the most <laughs> famous thing out of Nephi since Brandon is that train.
0: So when you were growing up in Nephi, did you, you know, just always think when you finished high school you're going to be out of there? Did you know for sure what you were going to do, or did you grow up wanting to get out, or what were you? Where were you, how was Nephi, how did it play in your life? Well, you know, I you, you
1: kind of have two people that come from Nephi, you have the ones that are getting out and the ones that are staying, right, and I, I don't think I ever decided on a path, um, I think, I mean Derek, you were saying on a previous episode that you moved in when you were four, uh, fourth, fourth, grade, fourth, fourth, fourth grade, fourth grade, yeah. fourth grade. Yeah. Uh, and so... My family, although I lived there most of my life, we were transplants. We weren't, mm-hmm. we weren't hip. We weren't one of the cool names in town, but, uh, uh, so, but I never felt like an outsider. I knew I didn't have cousins that lived in town, which was weird. Uh, but I, I was never an outsider and I was never like, God, I was never itching to get out. I was never itching to stay. Um, it, it, I guess it didn't matter to me. Um, I, I do feel sometimes uh, that, uh, you know, personally, like sometimes I judge people that, that stay there. I'm like, oh, you couldn't, you couldn't get out, and, and that's that's wrong of me. I know, I know, some people love it, and and it it is a great place. And you know, we try to catch uh, the huge stampede once every couple years. And um, you know, we went to Mona Days on the 24th, uh, best fireworks in, in in the state. In the state, yeah, that's true. Uh, they are dangerous. They are fun. <laughs> uh, you, Bring a blanket that you don't like, because it's, it's going to in right it, then, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I guess it didn't matter to me. If I would have ended up in Nephi, I really think I would have been happy. Really, really do. Um, and and the fact that I didn't, I'm, I'm really happy still,
2: so. I was a move-in, but I had cousins there. So my parents grew up, and then they went to school or whatever, got married, and we lived over in Ephraim for, you know, a few years. And that came, so I kind of had the weird effect of I have cousins here, but I'm still the new guy, move-in, so. I don't know; it all worked out, but it was just yeah, yeah, you're doing all right. Different approach. Yeah, you, you got through it. So somehow we survived, right? Yeah, but so, you,
1: Jimmy, you didn't have cousins, did you? you no, cousins no,
0: no, in town. Yeah, yeah, I don't recall. No, my parents didn't grow up there, and you know, moved there for my dad's job, and um, you know, so we, my most of my cousins were military um, kids, so they were, you know, living in Germany, and you know, we rarely, rarely saw them. So, you know, it was definitely different from a lot of people's experience, where you go to school with your cousins and
2: and maybe know him a little bit too well. <laughs> so when you go back to Nephi now, what, I mean, what, what do you think of Nephi and what do you go, when you go drive around town or when you look at things, what, what are things that you have to go look at? What are, what are the sights to you?
1: So a couple a couple things I do. So it's always weird to see the new swimming pool. That drives me nuts. I mean, I mean we swam in just a garbage pool comparatively. I mean, they have a splash pad and everything. Uh, but uh, I,
0: I just had a memory that I have to bring up of Clint. It just flashed back into my head. Uh, In fifth grade, or the summer before fifth grade, you went to the pool every day, or something like uh, that. Yeah, and yeah. you had like the wristband from I don't know. I remember something about uh, orange orange wristband. Was it orange? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you you came to school the first day. You're like, I went to the swimming pool every day. Of the summer, I love it, and you know, I had to
1: walk like like a mile to to get there, or ride my bike. You know, um, you
2: make a channel. But yeah, so maybe
1: that's why that the uh, the the swimming pool situation bothers me. I'm like, these kids don't know how much fun (laughs) they get to
2: have. You know, we had
1: we had two diving boards, and one of them didn't work. So (laughs) uh, uh, it was it was it was it was bad. So so I guess some of the upgrades. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's jealousy or, or, or something along that lines. But some of the landmarks that have gone, I, I think, are, are, are some of the things that get me. Um, you know, I, I love. it's still like to get a chicken taco at uh, at Reed's. That was uh, that. I don't know what it's called now, but um, uh, it, it it's gone through eight thousand. Yeah, I think owners. it's Nebo Queen. Yeah, uh, Nebo Queen. Um, you know. Uh,
2: It'll always be Bards to me, yeah. So, so Bards, Bards is, that Bards is the
1: original, and, and I think so many people tried to take it over until Reeds, yeah, and then it was great. Uh, Lisa's Country Kitchen, I love going there and getting disappointed, like talking up how good the food is. Um, and I worked there, and it, it actually is is decent food, but you know, you end up sitting down, and I'm like, oh, well, I mean, this is just it's diner food, and, and uh, but I, I still love to go there. Um, I, I always take a loop around the, the golf course. Um, you, you had your drive loop that, that everybody had. Um, and so I, I typically would take a couple mains, go around the, the golf course. Um, and then, you know, I, I, have some friends in the cemetery and that sort of thing. I go, I go visit a couple of friends when, when I get the chance. So, uh, those, those are kind of the, the landmarks. Um, I, I, you know, I'm bummed at some of the other places like, uh, uh, TJ's or country crossroads. Um, I don't know what that is. Credit union. Credit union. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's where I played mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, seven is, is no longer Seven <laughs> There's first, they got rid of the gas pumps. Like, what's the point? Um, and, and, they, they had a couple, you know, they had street fighter and NBA jam, you know, <laughs> that's where he went to play. And so go, you go, that was right across the street from the swimming pool, you know, um, and you'd save your quarters up and play NBA jam. Um, and and so those were, those were great things. So I don't get nostalgic like, hey, I gotta go see this. I gotta. I, I'm more like, hey, I gotta go see what once was there.
2: And go back and say, remember when? Yeah. Then uh, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So uh,
1: and that that's
2: that's kind of the nostalgia I, I get from it all. So if somebody's coming to Nephi, they've heard Pressure Machine. They're just gonna come check this place out. That's almost mythical to them, um, the small town in, in the center of Utah that was either. Horrible or great, depending on the song that you're listening to, yeah, or, yeah. or how they heard Brandon interviewed. What what would you tell them that they're going to swing by Nephi? What's what's something somebody should do?
1: Well, it's top and pee, right? Um, That's and, what we're known um, for. Uh, yeah, my, my brother, other brother, um, uh, started a Facebook page called IP Nephi because um, it is <laughs> it, it distance wise from from Salt Lake to down south, uh, it, it is the perfect. Stopping point to stop and pee. So uh, he wanted to sell shirts. I I peed in the So number one is stop and pee. That's the first thing. I, I guess urinate, use the bathroom. Something a little bit more PC for the podcast. But uh, stop and pee. Um, next, I is, is the airplane
2: wing. Um, uh, this is I'm, I'm upset about this. Uh, I don't know if I've said on the podcast. Uh, this is one. This is one that gets underneath my bones like you were just saying the, uh, the swimming pool did for you.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I would love to take them to, I mean, the Frosty Freeze is what it was called. And they had a big sign that was an airplane wing When it became a boutique. And now, I don't, nothing? It's nothing. Pizza. It's a pizza, it's place, pizza place. But they painted it black.
2: They, they painted it over the, the Frosty Yeah, place. so
1: I had this big snowman up yeah. on, the, on that old airplane wing. Beautiful. Uh, uh, I, I would take people there and be like, hey, hey, let's go get a subpar roast beef sandwich. Um, but then I take them the chicken tacos, the chicken taco tacos uh, for, for me. Um, you know, for me, I, there, there's not, um, you know, I maybe show them the high school like that, that stuff wasn't super, um, important. Um, uh, if, if they're on the pressure machine tour, uh, I probably take them to the annex and, and, you know, say, Hey, Hey, my best friend.
2: My <laughs> my guy God. guy I knew from the beginning, yeah. yeah um, I want to talk him into going Yeah, I used to try to steal stuff from this building.
1: Let me tell you. So, um, but the the dragon main, um, and you know, I, I'm not super super nostalgic about all of that stuff. I I, I think if I took my kid down there, be like hey, this was so much fun. we turn left, and we turn left, you know. <laughs> It was <laughs> uh, well, you know. If you saw somebody new, you'd flash your lights and you'd talk to them, you know. And and I, I guess that super cool. Huh? That, that was that was it. Uh, um, and, and and that was it. I remember when we got the car wash on Main
2: Street. That was that was awesome. Uh, 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 so I would
1: I would I would take a Main Street and and probably drag Main once or twice and, and and complain about all the things that used to be there.
0: All right. So what do you? Are there any lyrics, what's your favorite lyric from, or a few of the favorite things from Pressure Machine that, that, uh, either bring something back to your memory or, you know, maybe just ones that you like?
1: So there's two, there's two songs that I just, just adore right now. I, I bounce, you know, and, and like, I will only listen to Quiet Town for one week solid. And, uh, right now I listen to Pressure Machine and The Getting By, um, which are two very, very good songs. And uh, I I guess I'll talk about the getting by first, um, because that is us now, right? (laughs) You you know, um, I I just feel like uh, sometimes I'm grinding and trying to give what you can to your kids. And a certain part of us old dudes uh, have this this silent suffer where, where you know okay I gotta wake up at 5 in the morning get on the road at 5.30 uh, come back for a junior jazz game to watch my kid not score <laughs> you know but but you do it and part of you loves it and part of it's a silent suffer and it's not sacrifice because you're doing it for your family but like you're just giving it your all to get by and, and it's not a bad thing um, and so I think I can relate to the getting by uh, until the getting's good I mean that, that's such a great lyric um, for me now. Uh, the Pressure Machine song itself is probably uh, my favorite because you are just constantly reminded of growing up and the little things that mattered. We, we didn't have a McDonald's. Uh, still don't have a McDonald's mm-hmm. in, in Nephi, so a Happy Meal was a big deal. And and I remembered my Happy Meals because that meant we were out or, or my mom was driving home from up north, uh, which is where you eat shopping, you know, up up north. North. Yeah. Um, and probably forgot dinner and grabbed Happy Meals on the way, or KFC was, was another big one. But uh, memories of Happy Meals um, uh, is 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 so great. Um, uh, the the treadmill that's that's only been used once. I mean, uh, my mom is in shape and she runs and all that stuff. But I'm sure we all can relate to. Uh, uh, Overpriced, slightly underused gym equipment sitting in our home. So, uh, very relatable now,
2: very relatable then. So, those two are just solid jams. So, uh, going back into high school and stuff, uh, a lot of the album people are talking about the culture. We get asked a lot about like the culture growing up, in Nephi, Utah, all that. Um, what's your perspective on that? What, what were your thoughts then, now? With, well, uh, all that kind g- of stuff. Gaw, you know, I think uh, the
1: culture. Wait that was
2: that Gah?
1: Gah? Gah?
2: Oh, yeah. that was that was the, oh my god I was surprised to make the album I don't know if you remember that growing up but they wouldn't say oh my god it was, it, oh my yeah god. yeah so, so and, I, I didn't and that, that's
1: those are the rules in my house as well so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh <laughs> so oh oh my goodness uh, uh no it's okay to be Nephi I, was just, <laughs> I just I think they heard it and like, I got yeah. uh, it on uh so ga is a Nephi thing
2: yeah uh, with so, the W's yeah
1: ga yeah. Yeah. so uh oh my god uh uh, so I, uh, the, the albums and, uh, and the snippets of Nephi in all the albums, uh, God, they paint two sides, right? They paint a side of of somewhat enjoyable and then somewhat heartache of of the hidden pain of of some. You know, you had uh, Kyle on on your show, uh, and and what a great story that is to hear. And um, and so growing up in high school, you're really you're really um, uh, ignorant to some of the people that are silently suffering. And, and you know, we're, we're all high school kids that haven't figured it out, and so we're probably silently suffering as well uh, to a certain degree. But, uh, you know, you, you hear you hear some stories about some people that are really struggling and um, uh, that were gay or, or different. And, you know, we unknowingly persecuted a lot, you know, uh, flippantly, if, if you will. Um, and so, so to come to terms with that now, uh, in this day and age, it's like, God, oh, I was an a-hole, <laughs> you know, uh, not not intentionally. So to hear some of those stories and be like, God, why didn't that guy tell me? Or or why didn't she tell me? Or why wasn't I nicer? Um, so some parts of the, the music kind of bring that out in you. Um, it was like, part of you understands that I'm a naive kid um, and the culture is different. I, I don't believe I, I was malicious. Like, you know, when you flippantly say, you know, oh, that's gay, that's stupid, you know, and you had mentioned... On previous episodes, that, you know that was part of the vernacular, um, and you know now you kind of look back, and I'm like, whoa, you know, how <laughs> out of touch, how out of touch was I? And how many kids does I did I ostracize because I was ignorant, you know? Um, and and so you, so you feel you feel genuinely bad, and uh, you know you have some good stories like Kyle's. Kyle's Kyle's stories is, is really good, and and I, I was in some of his other stuff, um, and and, it, and it's. It, it's good that, that we're kind of breaking that mold. Um, but, you know, I fell into a lot of the normal culture stuff. You know, I wasn't a jock, but, I, I mean, I did three sports. I, I, I hung out with with a lot of those cats. I was on the wrestling team, which is, is you know, featured in uh, Hot Fuss. Um, you know, I, I wasn't a star by any means. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I was kind of lucky that I, I teetered into a lot of different peer groups. And so I, I saw all sides of the culture of of being bullied but also in many cases being a bully um and you know I, I i think i think the songs kind of bring it out of you and be like oh man it was so fun the time that we made fun of that kid but then sometimes you're like gosh dang i really make fun of that kid so <laughs> i i, I, I kind of get a,
2: a roller coaster of man i was i was such a good guy but such a jerk yeah i'm sure there's all like um, i wonder if the story's going out about me or different things where it's like I thought we had some sort of relationship or something and there's probably a kid at the grocery store like, oh, I'll turn around right now, I don't want... Like, whatever you know whatever said or did to him in high school or in the past, I'm like, that guy was a real jerk, you know? And that, to think about that right now, I'm like, that that really does bother me. Uh, yeah. Because I didn't yeah, try to be that way. It, it wasn't intentional that I'm aware of. Uh, because I don't have some of those feelings and, and emotions with certain other people too where I'm just like, man, that just made what didn't have to be such a horrible experience, you know, rough on a, on a spot that Jimmy's uh, brought up a lot with that age group. I mean, it's, it's tough. It is. I mean, it's tough going through adolescence and, and that whole time. And there's probably people that, you know, I, I said things to, or did things to, or whatever that, uh, hopefully not, but it's probably bothering them to this day. And, and that really hurts me. But then on the other side, some of my best friends that I've had in my life came from that same experience. And we have these wonderful stories that come out of that. So, I don't know. It's just, it's just, uh, probably everyone goes through that kind of stuff. But when I think Nephi, that's kind of, I go back almost to those ages, to like the early 90s to late 2000s or even mid 2000s, somewhere in there. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the,
1: the album Pressure Machine, it makes, it makes a lot of sense because I think in a bigger, a bigger talent pool or, or a bigger eclectic mix, everybody can find a group to a certain degree and that's not always the case in a small town um that uh you may be the only goth kid and uh, and sorry you show up in, in those black boots and 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 that is it that is it you are now on the outs um because because you didn't have a group to to harbor with and to protect you um and and so that's part of the whole the whole pressure machine. So you know you you, you got to fit in. You gotta you gotta buy the Massimo t shirts and wear the bows,
0: You know. Like.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was talking with friends over the weekend. It was kind of like okay, there's the popular group. There was, like cowboy group. There's the jocks, and then there's like kind of leftovers or something. And I think I was more in the leftovers somewhere, but uh, I had good experiences, good memories. It's just like you're saying with Kyle and. And people that might have had to mask things or not be truthful or authentic or feel like they are buried or struggling with stuff that we didn't even know was going on, and then you hear about it, and you're just like, I hope I didn't give you like nights where you couldn't sleep because
1: of something stupid I said to you or, or that kind of thing. Well, yeah, and, and so much of it is really unintentional, you know, and, and we we're innocent kids, you know, and and may have said something, you know, uh, racial things. I mean, we didn't, we were not racially diverse in in that. In that school but uh, and I'm sure we made jokes uh, along those lines as kids do but you know I, I know for a fact after that, that and speaking to, to to some of our friends that it really really hurt some people and it was flippant it was it was not malicious and you know kids don't know but uh, the, the culture was the, the that you were us or, or, or not. And, and unfortunately or it hurts some people. Like, God, I, that, that stuff, it kills me. It's like, no, that's, that's not how I feel. It's not how I feel today. I just didn't know any better.
2: Yeah. And I think once you, once you do know better, hopefully we do better. And I, I guess that's where you can come in and judge a little bit, but uh, yeah, it wasn't diverse at all. And it was even religion. If you were religious or whatever, you're treated a certain way. And if you weren't, it was almost, you were shunned to some extent, uh, depending on your groups and stuff. And, uh, now, looking back, it's just like, how how stupid is some of that, especially in your day-to-day now where you don't even think about that kind of stuff, or I don't want to interact with people. But um, I think that's a lot of what's kind of presented or captured in Pressure Machine. And with that, I wonder how much of that's Brandon still sees me fights that way, or does he see it as, now he's progressed, the town's progressed, we've all progressed. I don't know. Oh, my God, that's deep. That <laughs> that's deep. So I, 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 you know, you can't
1: really speak on regret. I mean, is Fresh Machine just telling us we were idiots? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? I don't know. That's the question, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I felt pretty good sometimes was to it. Depends
2: but, uh, on the track. Uh, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's 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 deep. Wow. Yeah, it helps you face your. There's a good mix of nostalgia and regret from yeah yeah broken dreams. Are, the way things are. Yeah.
2: And that, that's where I struggle. Is is this just Nephi, or is this everywhere? You know, is this if, if Brandon grew up in in uh, St. George or wherever, or uh, Seattle, the bigger city, would it still be about the neighborhood, or would it be about would there still be the songs coming out of these places that this is just the way kids are, kids were, people act and interact with each other, or is it Nephi was different, and now he's yeah, an all I, about? I, it?
1: I, I, I think there's small town and big town.
2: You know, I I I think there really is,
1: um, and even even the place we're in now, Payson. You know, this is still big, big count. Oh, this is where the McDonald's <laughs> was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and so I think I think I, I I think I think there's solace in numbers. I, 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 solace is not the right word. There's a comfort in numbers, um, and diversity matters. Inclusion matters. And when you when you've got a small group, if you don't fit in. You might have to hide who you are to to have somewhat of, of a normal, what, what people would consider typical childhood, you know? Um, and, I, and I feel like we're really steering this down a negative path. And that is not my intent. Um, and, and maybe I'm just sharpshooting myself, but, uh, because, golly, I was... I can I can count on a few times that I was an ale and you guys probably can can vouch a, 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 maybe let me tell you about this one
2: <laughs> no I think I think uh, interaction my memory of you I mean you class clown always always funny always a good guy I don't remember like oh yeah Clint was bullying kids down there I remember the one time he, whatever you know I, I think of you and I kind of smile like when you reached out wanted to come in or whatever and I was talking with Jimmy and we we're just like yeah man let's let's hang out let's see what Clint's up to it's been a while yeah I, but, I was voted class clown
1: um. And, uh,
2: but I had won too
1: many categories that they gave it to the second place class clown. Oh, so, who was that? so, uh, my brother in Australia, okay. um, and
2: it, you know, I'm way, there's still way some hard times at, uh, the barbecues or anything. So, Does I mean, I I not I know he
1: feels ashamed. I, I know he feels sad. Um, I mean, it's runner up class clown. I don't. I, there's there's not many silver medals. So, so what, did, what did you party. take home,
2: then, if that's what, what, what you gave up? Well, and I probably won this from our friend Scott. Uh, I won most school
1: spirit. Uh, that, and I I think that's he's probably, yeah, just, yeah, that's probably just heartbroken. That's probably why he's never looked bad. So, and he hasn't <laughs> called me. He hasn't called me since the yearbook came
2: out. No except <laughs> yeah. no He didn't sign my yearbook. And I, you know. I have a few stories about yearbooks I didn't sign, but I had no clue. Speaking of which, for reals, like some of my, my better friends, and they're like, yeah, you didn't sign my yearbook. You're, like, you're a bully I'm like, oh, I'm like no, i no I totally did and they bring it out and they're like show me I'm like, oh, I did sign your yearbook and so I, I
1: I have the yearbook here and I, I was hoping we could finally uh, rectify told, this, this whole, mistake I've been trying to reconnect for years I'm going to tell you the same thing I told Jimmy stay cool You have so there you go yeah, have a great summer great summer yeah.
2: call me yeah. any, any killer stuff any Nephi stuff any any Whatever you want to talk to no, these you, people, you,
1: you guys are killing it on this show. It's and and maybe if I mean, I think you're at one million subscribers now, just just, just, just under, under, just under. under. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you guys, you guys are killing it, and I, I, I hope everybody kind of gets uh some sort of inkling of, of what we went through, um, and, and can relate it to themselves. I, I, I go back and I think a lot about uh, uh Nephi and some of the guests that you've had on, it's it's been it's it's been a hoot, you know, um, uh, and, and really, uh, you, you kind of said it. This may be an excuse to be better, uh, at, at least for us, or at least teach our kids. I mean, I think our kids have it easier than us anyways, but um, uh, no, you guys, you guys are doing a great job. It's, it's been awesome. Um, go go, Nephi. Uh, do you have wasps? Bring, bring the sting. Uh, 2,000
2: uh, state champion wrestling. <laughs> you still got the coke? Uh, it's in a box. Yeah, tell it's, that story. It's, it's in a box. Yeah. Joub's kind of got a dynasty in the wrestling. It kind of started with the class of two thousand. Yeah, class two thousand. Uh, I've heard the story many times. Well, let's hear your rendition of the Coke.
1: Well, so uh, the the coach um, when when he when he took over coaching, he said he wanted to win state championship within four years of him becoming the wrestling coach. So the year, the fourth year, he was going to do it. He bought a Coke. And apparently he was not drinking Coke at the time. He's like, I'm going to drink this Coke when we win state. That's going to be my celebration. And we didn't win. Uh, We took second. um, And, you know, I I have since met many of other kids from the high schools that used to beat us. And and we were called the home of the silver trophies because we could not, we couldn't win. They had had songs about Juab and their silver trophies, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so anyway, he, uh, the next year, the next year we we won and we had this thing of the, the Coke was what we were all going to drink. And so he poured it all into, uh, shot glasses. Some would call them, some would call them sacrament cups, depending on, uh, what, what's what's uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and so we all took it, but he, then he bought us these little glass bottle Cokes commemorative Lee. Um, I, I, think Coke is, is disgusting. <laughs> and, um, even well before that, uh, it's not my drink of choice. So I, Everybody said it was pretty gross. I'm like, well, yeah, it's coke. Yeah, coke is coke, coke is awful, and especially aged coke. So uh, that that's the story. And and I don't know if they still do coke things because of that. I mean, that that coach. I mean, he, they ran him out of town when he didn't win back to back. And so uh, now
2: now they are probably drinking coke every year because they win every year. Yeah, man, they got a little dynasty going there. In yeah. um, your personal life too, I want to bring up you're, you're kind of a you're kind of a big deal. I know we say other people or whatever, but you went on to have a pretty successful career. Uh, you've you've uh, served our country. Uh, we've been proud of you, and, and we're grateful for that. You went through some hard times and stuff, and, and whenever that comes up, you're funny, and we're proud of, of what you became and, and what you have overcame to do that. So I'll well, throw that out here. uh you know, I
1: got I got sold, but I'm a soldier. Uh, you know, I, I didn't know that from Matt Pinfield. You gave, gave me that little nugget. So um, uh, that that was great, and, and we used to jam to that. that. That Samstown jam when we were in Iraq, uh, we would always say, I got soul And I am a soldier <laughs> uh, But that That was our Iraq jam And really Sam's Town And Hot Fuzz uh, uh, Really and, and Tranquilize came out was it, That was the next one Right Tranquilize uh, uh, Right Sawdust saw Yeah Sawdust that's, that's it That's the name of the album That came out As we were leaving Iraq So those three albums Were the soundtrack To my deployment So uh, they, They've got a very Very special place In my heart um, uh,
2: For that so, but but thank you for the kind words. Well, it's, uh, thanks for, yeah, for for doing what you did, for doing what you do. I don't
0: know. Last question: Did you go to this Rage Against the Machine concert in Spanish? In Spanish Fork? No, no. Uh, so I mean, we were just barely we barely
1: missed it, right? Because yeah, we were. Uh, yeah, yeah for, we were yeah, just uh, <laughs> we were fourteen, fifteen, and, and everybody came back with their rage shirts, and you know. You know, we missed
2: it. We missed this it. is the killer slash the Spanish Fork Rage Against yeah. the Machine concert podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, did, did you go? No. I was saying it was right on the cusp of, uh, I don't think we could drive yet. No. And uh didn't have enough older friends. I don't know. It didn't, didn't work out. I remember hearing all sorts of stories. Like, yeah, I remember,
1: oh, yeah, so-and-so, what's-her-name came back the black guy,
2: you know. I remember teachers that lived up there that just still would, like, rant and rave about the time that this band showed up in town and ruined everything. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I wish I would have uh, seen it. Um, you know, once, maybe twice in a lifetime opportunity to see Rage Against the Machine. So, Well, in the fairground, uh, in a small town. <laughs> yeah, in, 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 a, in a small town, so, yeah. 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 You know, they are no killers, but... Uh, but but they did all right. All yeah, okay, rage rage against the machines.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well that's another episode down from Lonely Town. Thanks
0: a lot, Cliff.
2: Yeah you guys are great.